All right, Mike Check, Mike Check, One Masters Podcast, your host main, of course. I got a special guest across from me, a returning guest across from me. <laughs> My guy Josh, what's going on, bro? Not much, man. Thank you for the invite, really. Of course, of course. What you been up to? Uh, I'm staying busy. Um, you know, I um, opened my own bug company, and uh, that's keeping me busy. A lot of challenges, but just trying to um, just adapt and overcome. Right, right. It's always a way. Um, now, you was on before, so I want to start from there, and then we can kind of get into the business <laughs> and all that stuff, too. Um, and I'm going to say that because it makes sense to what's all going on in as far as, like, the media and stuff like that. Um Last time you was on, you came with Forrest, right? So <laughs> let me let me tell you my, my take from, from that, right? Yeah, yeah. So out of the two episodes that we did do, me and Forrest, um, people liked that one the best. They liked that one the most. Now I only sent the I'm gonna say the I'm gonna say the original. I only sent the original to about four or five people that like I really know that's close and just seeing how they liked it. And all of them said that that was their favorite one. They liked it. <laughs> I guess the first time, kinda like you are now a little bit, the first time he came, he was kinda nervous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, that second time, um, <laughs> it's not that he wasn't nervous, he was. but you was here also. You, know, you got your friend with you. You got you know company. But also, it was a, it's a pivotal point in, in this podcasting thing that I don't necessarily do. but um, And I feel like this is the turning point for it, right? The turning point was uh, Slim I had a camera guy at the time, which is somebody I work with also. So I'm going to just not say my camera guy, but he was, essentially. Uh, Slim was here. Slim drinks. You right. know what I'm saying? Slim had drink. And Forrest Stein said, oh, let me get a cup. <laughs> and yep. then before we started, he had two or three cups, you know right. what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, that didn't make a, a good recipe for a, 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 um, <laughs> great things to say. It was a great podcast to me. I feel like that was one of the best, better ones I did this year because of, of how real it was. Because yeah. you didn't come on with any inhibitions. You didn't come on um, trying to cape. You don't. You didn't work for the, NY, the NYPD. What's they call it down here? Richmond I don't know. Co- yeah, yeah, cops. You don't work for none of that stuff. So I think a lot of your, lot of your takes, people, like, people took a liking to. Right. However, he did. So some of the stuff you just couldn't, we couldn't have because it's almost like he's caping for it or you speaking for him. So um, I understood, I, I understood it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I always tell me before I start, like, yo, don't say nothing you don't want to say because it's extra work for me. Right. I don't like extra work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now he couldn't, uh, and plus he was still employed and um, which I totally get where he's coming from. But um, like the reality is, is anyone that has, Anyone that heard me and knew of what we were talking about would agree with everything I said. So, as far as the issues we talked about, right? Um, and you know, the, the the proof of the that is in with what happened recently with the whole jail report or whatever media outlet put that mess out there, and then it came back false, and and it just yeah, yeah. People, um, you know, the only, the only thing about the about the forest thing that um. I ain't like was I think people when they don't know the story sometimes they make their own thing up. Yeah. So I I was I would work sometimes I be at, I'll be at work and people would come to me and say, "Why you got forced fire?" And I'm like, "I didn't get him fired." Nah. You know, I I, don't, I didn't know I didn't know nothing about his his thing, but um that's a narrative they went with because the last time they kind of seen him he was here, saying whatever you know what I'm saying. And then he, he, he whatever happened in, happened after that. Yeah, the, well, the thing is, he was in distress while he was here, so like it was obvious that there was some type of witch hunt occurring. It just wasn't at its peak yet. So, I mean, any that's how I feel about it. And uh, so, and I, because like I said, I, now I don't know if you heard when I talked about it. Um, cause I did it. I did an episode after the episode that y'all did. I was most upset. I'm not gonna lie. I was upset because I feel like my time was wasted. Because anytime I do a podcast and I put that much into it. 
I want to put the full content. I feel like I put a watered down version out, <laughs> and like it just I don't know it doesn't sit right with me. But we'll make it up in in, in the long run. So I ain't worried about that, um, possibly. Um, but I, w- I do want to talk to you about so far as him, you know, in the media and stuff like that. Now, um, this is somebody who's your friend, right? Yeah. Y'all, y'all are friends. So um, how do you keep him level headed? The past few months of all he's been going through with. Yeah, um, honestly, um, man, I believe like we all need a good support system, really. And um, so I have about probably five to eight people I text every week, really. And I, he's one of them. And uh, there's other people I text too that uh, I know is going through stuff. And, uh, and, and anyways, in, in doing that, especially when I seen that article, um, I called him like immediately once I seen it and then yeah it was rough man he he was in a rough situation and uh I don't know it bothered me a little bit and then like reading the comments well and, let me speak come up a little bit oh, first yeah, of all yeah. all right there you go you comfortable you kind of <laughs> all right and why did it bother you though like what like what what bothered it not now I don't, I don't want details so don't tell me it was an article because I, I read the article right? yeah yeah because I got sent I got it got sent to me like 20 times but what what bothered you about it was it the comments or was it the article no, the article, I mean, whatever happened, if he did it, he should be held accountable. But the fact is, is he was being held accountable for something that no one knew the answer to. Mm. And that happens a lot with all these big cases. And I felt like it was not cool to him or the person that was actually, what, uh, murdered or, right? And, right, and right. wasn't cool to nobody. And uh, I think, and then what made it worse was like, man, I don't know, I have a... <laughs> I don't like people when they, I don't like people tattletelling. It kind of bothers me. And I felt like people sharing that post, man, I think that that was kind of like, I don't know, I think that was betrayal. I don't like people like that. So, and I, I, I don't mean to stop you there, but I, I so when you say sharing, when you say you mean like you don't like people sharing a person and what they were saying about him? <laughs> Not just sharing it. Okay. Bother me alone. No, you had said tattletelling. I was, okay. Now, the, the article that, I don't like that's the media. I get that. And I think that was wrong of them to do, like I said, for the victim and for mm-hmm. force, because it wasn't even true um, about him being involved in it. But um, what bothered me was like how people turned on him so quick, the comments. And then to me, man, like I didn't share it. I don't, I think like I would never spread, even if it, I don't, I just, Man, if you're on my team, we're on the same team. And all them people sharing it, man, I think they were just inf- like inflaming it to uh, for attention and to br- tear him down. And I would honestly, man, I wouldn't. I I don't deal with them kind of people. I don't like them. So I I I, I agree with you on the jury report stuff. I don't really support the jury report for my own reasons, which I ain't gonna get into here. It's not a political thing, but I don't buy it. I don't share it. I don't follow them on Facebook. Yeah. But I don't share stuff. For that reason, anyway, like if it's somebody I know, um, even if it's a case, I'm like I, I might read the case, might read the, the the article or the whatever they post, and I might be like, because it might be somebody like I'm a or something like that. I'm still not going to share it, telling speaking, because I don't share the Jerry Park, I don't support it. I'm with you. I just I, I agree with this. This is my thing. Like if I don't support some, I don't I don't dig into, it, I don't look into, it, I don't share it. If I could block it, I just would block it. I would never see it. So when I got sent anything, um, and, and this wasn't, I don't think it was a Jerry Park. It was just some, some random article. I don't know who who it was. When I got sent it, it was just because he was on a podcast. So everybody that was there was like, 
you know, get your boy, get your boy, whatever. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. all right, whatever. I you know. messaged you about it. Yeah, too. I remember. I remember yeah. we spoke about it briefly. But like I, I told you, like I don't, I don't be talking about murder. Like that never was. I never was the thing that. Yeah. And then also on the flip side of it, so the timeline for me of when this, quote unquote, stuff you know <laughs> came out, was bad timing for me because, I had literally, literally the night before that, had the victim's brother on my my podcast. No way. I knew I know them. I knew them yeah. since I moved since before I moved down here, and Kobe Harris was on here, and that was one of my, that's one of my other favorite podcasts of this year. And um, that night, the, uh, he he mentioned the Alfonso podcast, so huh. he wouldn't you know you know family dudes know stuff they feel stuff. He wouldn't mention nothing if he felt away. But yeah. aside from that, it's just a bad time on my end because I'm like, well, damn, I feel like you know I just had this person on. A little while ago, people yeah. still sharing and stuff like that. Now I had this person on, and on that podcast, he even opens up about that particular situation. Right. And I was like, damn, like, what kind of timing is this? Like, I'm, I'm trying to share the stuff the next day, yeah. and then I'm like, what? It's like, do you take do you take advantage of the opportunity of like nah. sharing like uh, the clip of him opening his brother now because this happened? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Nah. I, I didn't do it. That, that's the only thing I could do. But because you you have character and like. Yeah. People that were sharing that stuff, because for one, like this has nothing to do with Forrest or the victim. Like, I don't support, I don't follow the jail report. I don't do. I'm the same way, and it's more or less about how people turned on him so fast. Would you so like? Uh, go, ahead, go ahead. Would you say they turned on him though? Like, I, I would say. I feel like a lot of people that a lot of comments I see. I'm going to be real. I'm a, I'm a realist. I can't <laughs> even sugarcoat it. I feel like a lot of people that. Had negative things to say, and only he would know. I don't know for sure. I just is what I feel based off my conversations versus with my podcast and stuff like that. I feel like those were original and true feelings. Yeah, yeah. That he might didn't let out before, right? But it's a lot of people, which is why in that second episode, if you go back, like I'm asking him, like, because people genuinely really don't don't feel like he's what he say he is, right? Um, some people. Then you got some who know firsthand because they have encounters with him and they have real life encounters with him to feel like no what he's saying is real what yeah. he's saying is true i don't see no pictures of them out with kids though what you mean them people that the, the people being negative people saying bad things about him or he's fake doing community service or whatever right. because the fact is there's tons of pictures so i'm not sure what he's fake about i mean right. i'm just saying no you're right so the fact is internally with like coworkers or people outside of the um, sheriff's office. Like, they can't say he was fake because, like, I mean, the pictures are real. The videos are real. Like, him playing basketball with kids, they can't. None of them are doing it. So the only thing that I say about that, like, I don't know if it, you know, with the fourth situation. I never I never had an encounter with him to maybe feel like he this or that. I mean, you know, how people take him, that's how they take him. But what I've said on my podcast afterwards, because I, I, I used to go live. In the beginning, yeah, I went live at every show. Right. Just to talk about the it dropping and what my pros and cons of episodes, so I can get better and better. And one of the things I said about that was, if you feel a way about them, that's fine. Um, but and if and if it is if it is fraud behavior, if it is that, it's how look at it like this. Me coming from where I came up from, it's a kid that's going to look at that and take it. It's going to be a real experience for him. So even if it's <laughs> fake for if it, even if it was fake for us, it's real for that little kid. So right. If if if. That's what he want to do because later on he want to run for office or he want to do something else. I'm okay with that. Like that that that's a that's a pro to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not a con at all. Now because you feel a way about this person and you feel like you know 
well, that's he's like this, so he shouldn't be like that. That's on you as personal issue. Yeah. But I'm okay with we can't that. argue whether it's genuine or not, right? Whether but only I'll he tell, know that. Yeah, only he knows that. But I'll tell you this I mean, you're here out of your day from driving from where you came from to meet me, right? Because this is your passion. We discussed things before we got on camera. Right, right. Like, you know, I know why your why is, right? And we talked about that. So if someone said he's fake, I would be on another, I'd be on another podcast saying the same thing about you. Like, there's there's no way he's fake. I, I talked to this guy. And like those people, um, I mean, they could say what they want, but again, if he, if he's that fake where he's taking time out of his day to go do something he, he ain't getting paid for, man, he he's more than fake. He's like a, I mean, hell, he needs to, he, he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so. I, I, I've spoken to Forrest um, a little bit just on Instagram. He hit me up every now and then, and I know he do want to come back on. Um, so we'll see, you know, in the future. I mean, like I said, I don't never really say, I don't say no unless it just don't make sense. Yeah. Um, we would just have to have a, we have, we have to have some structure and we had to have like some kind of conversation just beforehand just to make sure that when we do it, we don't run into the same issue we ran into last time. Oh, That's I'm like big for me. I'm so. with you. But I'll, I'll say this. I talked to him. I actually texted him today and, and I mean, he's fine, but yeah, I think that, um, I think he's just, he, but bother, I don't want to speak for him too much, but, you know, he's still got a good, he's got a lot of people that support him. And, like, you always going to have people that are detractors and that yeah. don't. And it's okay. Well, one thing I say about social media is, like, a lot of times they build you up and then break you down. So if you kind of <laughs> let it build you up, it'll, it'll, break, it'll break you down as yeah. well because you're so leaning on that. Not saying he was, it wasn't. That's on him to say. I don't know. but No, no. I'm going to tell you this. And, um, and I could show you this. I messaged probably... I don't know, eight people when all this was going down and every one of them stood up for him. Every one of them. You said eight people? Uh, it was probably at least eight for sure. More than five, but yeah, about eight. And uh, every one of them stood up for him. Everyone, before it even came out, they was like, man, every one of them. Well, damn, all right, we're we going we gonna to move past it a little yeah, bit. But right. what I'll say is I did see people standing up for him and you know going out their way to, Say that they they feel this way and they feel that way, and that was all well and good. Like I say, I, for me, um, if it if it involves like if it's an open case or involves murder, just because of the places I be and and people I know, I prefer not to speak on that at all. Like I, I don't I don't I don't have no pro, no con, nothing. Like I have nothing to say about something I, like that. I think you know, man. That's that's. I just be like, that's crazy. That's I, my uh, two words. I say, that's crazy. I, I think that that applies to even these big national cases when they, you know, these. Yeah, same I, thing. I, well, I, I, honestly, I probably I don't be caring because I don't know them. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. When you like I said, you know, every party that's involved or every person that's in the name in the article, it, it's a little different when you're in his home. But like I said, I don't I don't really get into. I let the people that get paid to do stuff like that take care <laughs> uh, of that. You know. I'm, and then they go from there. I, I'm unless I'm in the, I'm with you, man. So, so, um, yeah, I, that's that's cool. But also, I want to end it here. Like, with all you said, and I agree with it. At the end of the day, it's still gonna be somebody that feel like, well, you his friend, so it's biased or this damn third. Uh, no, nah, if he would, oh, go ahead. No, this, I'm just it. You just friends, so. though. So, man, I cut off friends all the time. So if I felt that way, I'd have cut him off. So. Well. And I cut off people. Uh, that, uh, yeah, 
So, so you cut friends off all the time. That's, that's your. I, not in a way that I mean they earn it. I mean I've lost friends. I cut girlfriends off. I mean it's not something like. I mean it. It ain't something I desire. But if he was a bad person, I wouldn't deal with him because I got too much to lose. Let me ask you, um, because you talk, you spoke you spoke before a little bit, but like just tell me a little about your about your about your background, like you like where you grew up at, where you from? Because yeah. I, I I ain't getting to that, but it'll make more sense, I guess, as they watching about oh. you and stuff. Yeah, uh, part of Augusta you grew up in and stuff. Yeah, like man, I stayed. Man, we moved around a lot, but I mean, I lived in you know Lake Olmstead, B Street. I lived in the house directly behind the Moms and Pops, Curry Street, which is around like by the Boys Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, we moved around Fenwick Street. Yeah, could you say even the Richmond? Yeah, yeah, Fenwick, and then uh, I don't know. We moved around a lot in Harrisburg, and then we moved to Wrightsboro Road. And then I ended up moving. Right, but out. how how was you like yeah bringing like how was it for you? Because man, I was the only white kid white, on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only white kid on the bus. You had to fight a lot or no? Nah? Did did nah, get... people like me. Okay, but I did fight. I used to get in a lot of fights. Why, it's, why is that? Um, man, it was mostly like I think anytime I'd go to a new school, that was the big deal. Anytime I'd go to a new school. What was like what like what like because you, you're in new school you got to fight now? Or, I like? think it was I think it was because I was a minority, like most of the schools I went to. Mm-hmm. Man, I would be the only white kid in class, which I mean, it I didn't think anything about it because like that's what it, I didn't know any different. And uh, but I mean, usually I mean I was always. I mean, I had a lot. Of Did friends. you feel out of place or not? You felt no. Nah, I felt cool until they like. I mean, if someone was messing with me, I mean, I'm going. Yeah, you can't let you can't let stuff slide, right? So, yeah, yeah. Nah, I didn't let that. Slide. I I don't know, like you know, it's different for for somebody like me being minority because I went to a white school. Like they probably won't bother me, you know. Yeah, I think that like um, I don't know, like I think it wasn't a me thing. I think that like sometimes people were just mad because like I fit in better than they did. Like sometimes people would tell me I'm blacker than this person or that person, and and I never looked at it like that because like. I mean, I grew up on hip hop music, man. Like, I don't listen to anything. I honestly, I'm not joking. I don't listen to anything but hip hop. When people, when now, I go, you tell, I know you mention me all the time about rap, but hey, just look, funny. when people ask me when I go on, when I used to go on dates, and uh, people would be like, uh, girls would be like, "What kind of music you listen to?" I lied. I, I, I never. I don't listen to everything. I only listen to hip hop, man. So I think like going to school like that, I um. I don't know. It was, I never looked at it. I was just being me and people, that's how I always looked at it. So, but I, let me ask a direct question. So like, uh, you're in school, right? So like, what is it that's causing you to fight? So they, what, cause they say you white or cause like, I think they, like, so somebody say, Hey, Josh is blacker than Daquan. All right. Cool. All right. So I, now what, why, why are you fighting though? No, no. All right. So. I left out an important detail. I yeah, I, be, I figured that. I left. I used to be really bad, man. I used to assault teachers. I, I, already, I know. I know this back. I, I'm trying oh, to get really? out of you. I, I already oh, know. So I'm oh, trying to get out. I'm trying to get out. Right. So, uh, man, until I got to high school, I I used to get in a lot of trouble. Like I was always called the baddest kid. I would throw desks at teachers, and I mean it was nothing like pull fire alarms. Yeah, the plot is getting thicker. Thank you. I'm, I'm yeah, glad yeah. And then up. so like anything would just set me off. Like I'm not kidding. If someone said something. It, it would not be, I would just, it got to the point to where, like, uh, I didn't care. Like, I missed, like, 45 days of school one year, all suspensions, got kicked out of alternative school. I just, 
I don't know why I was like that. I just never let people fuck with me, man. And like, <laughs> I never let nobody fuck with me. I, I still don't let people fuck with me. Like, there's something about like, I just don't let people mess with me. And like, I didn't care if I lost or anything. Like, they knew like, right. I would like it, it would just. Okay, I mean, it makes more sense. Did you have like you had black friends, white friends in school, or you the only one? Right. So? No, no. So, no, my best friends back then were black. I was really like only it was probably five white kids in our grade, but I never dated. Only dated black girls until. Hey, talk, talk. Yeah, um, yeah only dated black girls. I never had a white girl until two years ago. Yep. Yeah, like two years ago. Okay. But before then, it was basically black or like foreign girls. Yeah, you know, like I said, it's a small city or whatever. I heard, I said, like black girls. They were like, oh, I know him. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to leave it there. I ain't going to get into it. Nah, it's um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> So, but, but in Augusta, like, just just for like how you were brought up and stuff, like, you had a, you feel like you had a good upbringing, like, you feel Man. like it's home. You love yeah, it. I love like, what it. Is, what does Augusta mean to you? Man, I love Augusta because, like, um, man, like, I'm on billboards in Augusta. I'm on billboards in Evans. I'm in commercials, right? I've been in three commercials in like three years. And like, I like, I basically live in Evans, but like, man, the love's different. Like, I know a lot of people in Augusta. And like, cause that's where I grew up. Right. Like, I, like if I go anywhere, like today, I ran into so many people that I knew. I mean, I, anywhere I go, I know. And like, there's just a level of like, even when we opened the academy, Augusta Jiu Jitsu Academy in Harrisburg, we did oh, that yeah, on you purpose. Do got that. I yeah, yeah, it was you all on purpose. Yeah. It was literally like, and then I found out later, I'm not making this up. So I um, was talking to this dude, and he he knew how to like look people up. He like uh, what do you call it genealogy or whatever that them, them people that can look up like where you from genealogy mm. yeah that I shit I don't know but yeah that well my dad who I don't know lived directly behind this gym I I never knew it what never knew it that's what's up it was crazy did man. you meet him or nah okay well so. um. I want to. I guess I want to. Before we get into the actual, you know, meat potato, I want to talk about that because you mentioned about homeless in Augusta, right? And I actually what Augusta meant to you, just because I'm, I'm gonna put a, uh, um, I'll mix a bunch of stuff up later on, like maybe next year or something like that. I got, I, I asked everybody that question, so just answer that for me first, and then we get into the homeless part. Though. But like, what does Augusta mean to you? All right, so a lot of people don't know this about Augusta, but like, you know, Evans last year got voted number one city in America to live. What, on, on what? On what? Money magazine. Not yeah, no. You gotta send me that link. Yeah, I can do that. I never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. And then know. Augusta got voted. It was in another article magazine, but number two retirement city, right? Mm-hmm. Martinez this year, number twenty six place to live in America, right? So, like, not only is it a good place to live in terms of like not a tourist place, but like. You got, it's cheap. You can make good money. The crime's relatively low compared to other places. Right. But like Augusta has like more history than people realize. Mm-hmm. Like when you're from here, like you don't realize how good you got it. Right. And like we got so much like, I mean, black history. You know, there's a black museum downtown. Yeah, I'm aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know how many people ain't aware of that? 
Nah, no, 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 no. Like, I, I'm, yeah, I think I'm not, I'm not necessarily from here, so I've I seen it before I came down, but I know that now. Yeah, yeah. But I talk to everybody that, that do it though. Like, there's that, and then, but if you challenge people, like if they knew about, it, if they ever went, like there's like if you go downtown, I I used to inspect all these houses. Man, there's so much history. There's slave quarters under these houses. No lie, man. It's some wild stuff. And then like, it's just the diversity here in Augusta. Like we take it for granted because if you get on I twenty. And you say, all right, I'm going to go to Atlanta or I'm going to go to Columbia. And you get off on any exit, any exit, you wouldn't want to live there. Yeah, Columbia is kind of nice. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Col- yeah. Other than that, Columbia is kind of nice. It's yeah, like, you would live in Columbia, but yeah. from, here, from here to Columbia. Yeah, you, yeah you're probably right. Think yeah. about all the exits yeah. you get off. You're like, man, fuck this place. <laughs> you, you don't even want to get out the gas station. So, like, but when we're, we're talking about two bigger cities, like, Augusta's not like them. Like, we. Augusta's not a not a bad place to live. Yeah, that's not. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I, um, yeah, I love it. That's a good answer. That was a good answer. I like that. Um, but speaking of a good place to live and being, and being Augusta, though, it it has a a, a home. Every place got a homeless kind of issue. But um, let's address the homeless issue here. Like what you see for the homelessness in Augusta. All right. So. Um, I was in high school. This was oh god, I yeah, know, thirteen know, years ago, right? And um, me and my best friend at the time was riding down the road, and I see this dude pushing a um a buggy, and I was like, man, we gotta feed this guy. It was Christmas Eve actually, and we took him to Waffle House. His name is Harry. He's still roaming around, and um, anyways, and, and we took him out. And every time I see him, we we help old Harry out, or I help old Harry out. Right. Well, the other day, I've been running this this um this uh trail for months now and i kept seeing this like this umbrella i got a picture of it and um i was like man what in the hell is this so one day i stopped running and i started talking to this dude and uh but before i did that i'm not making this up this dude was reading his bible he don't sleep under the bridge he lives under the umbrella and so like when i was running back i like peeped over i'm like this dude's like reading his bible then the, the, the other time he was reading uh like coupons in the, the newspaper. And I was like, man, I got to talk to this guy because like he was he did not know I was watching. He couldn't have. Right. So I, I pulled him to the side and I was and I, after talking to him, vet and everything, I said, you know what? I'm going to get him out from under this umbrella. And I am. So that's something I'm working on. I, um, I got some friends. We're going to try to put him in like a place, not give him money. We want to like give him a chance to have rehab because there's no way he wants to live under an umbrella. Mm-hmm. He's sleeping under a fucking umbrella. Think about that. An umbrella, man. He does it like he's every time I'm over there, he's over there. It's not no. So, but when you when you encounter some someone like that, right? Do you talk to them and ask them like how they got to that point? Of or co- of course, but like you know what I ask them. Like when people like try to, because all right, in America there's this thing called NIMBY. What? Right, exactly. It's where everybody wants to help people until it like affects their neighborhood. It's called not in my backyard. So okay. with homeless people, everybody wants to help them, but nobody wants them to live with them. You see what I'm saying? Oh, we gotcha. want homeless shelters, but not in our neighborhood. You can't. You ever see a homeless shelter in Evans? You I'm being Evans, but not, I would ain't, assume it's not. No manufacturing plants in Evans. No prison. Where they all at? Um, that's probably why they're rated number one though. Yeah, they all over. Well, yeah, but they all over here. So like, people want to help the homeless until it's time to help the homeless. But nobody wants to be homeless. They're either veterans or they mentally or they on drugs. And so I think like, you know what they need to do? They need to tear down golf courses. 
Well, this is Augusta, so you know I'm not going to do that. No, 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 that's cool. But think about this. Really, I'm serious. Think about it. Like, we got Section 8 housing. We got homeless people. Why can't the homeless people live in Section 8 housing? I don't see. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the rules. It don't. To all it, of that. it shouldn't like, be a rule. Why? The, the rule should be no one should be allowed on the streets. That's that's a, that's a nice rule coming from the heart, you know. But I, I do. Don't you have to work? Oh, you don't have to work. I don't yeah, know. I ain't, I ain't on that. Word. You got disabled people like just because they're overweight, not working, getting paid. This dude's got a mental illness, a vet or whatever these people's issues are. No rash. No real. No sane person wants to be on the street, man. Like. There's no way you can tell me that. I don't know. I I one hundred percent agree, and I, I I would I would I'm, I like to help the homeless or you know feed people when it's you know when um stuff is happening stuff like that. I just I will and I would like to. I will I want to interview somebody that's, that was homeless or that is homeless, but I would my goal would be to try to get to just like how we got here. That, that's it, and, and it's a systematic thing. That's why I'm saying like I was joking about tearing down the golf courses, but oh, okay. think about yeah, how they ain't much, doing that. They ain't gonna do that. I'm telling they you right want now. Nah, I that. But look, all these they got all these trees on all these roads. You know what they need to do? They need to just here's how you fix it. It's how you fix homelessness. It's how you fix uh, a lot of issues in America. Hold on. All right, go ahead. Let me make sure I get this. Go ahead. <laughs> um, this is how you fix a lot of the homeless issue. You 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 tear out some land. You build them shelters, and you allow them to live there, and you feed them. They feed high school kids, elementary school kids, middle school kids, free lunches. They don't work. You, they can All afford right, to on. do now, it. I, I do gotta stop you there. Yeah. But, so, but you, I, I I am for it. I'm not saying I don't want to think I'm not I'm not for your thing, but I have to be on the other side a little bit. I don't, I wouldn't really compare a homeless kid to somebody that's in elementary school or high school right. or, or or school. Right. So I don't know. Like I couldn't use that as the reason why we should. I, I want I want the homeless to get fed every day. I, where I'm from, that that's a it, it's a lot of programs that do feed the homeless. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm all for that being fair. I just don't want to compare them to no, I'm not comparing kids that's in school. What I'm no, no, I'm not. Comparing or even them. saying like, oh, we we could feed kids in school. We can't feed the homeless. It is it is a different. It's reasons why sometimes too. There is, but it comes back to the question I started with: What person wants to be homeless? Yeah. So if right, if okay, obese people, and there's plenty of people that are obese or have other issues that draw disability, right? So. Where does the line get drawn? Like if this guy, he's a known vet or he's clearly mentally ill, and he, he does, no one wants to live on the street. So like it, if, if these other people can get disability and assistance and all this other funding from the government, and I'm not, I'm not for that. I don't believe in like just giving people stuff. But if we're going to do it because we are, then like why not do it for these people too? And the reason they're not going to do it is because like NIMBY, they don't want to do it. They don't want... It's no, not I, I, no I, the term I, I never heard it before, but I understand it definitely, hundred yeah, percent. It, it, it's. I would definitely think that because in your in your what you saying like about Evans, Martinez, whatever. I think that they got the means to do it more than Gusta do though, but because they they work with different budget. Yeah, the property value go down though. They don't want that problem. 
That's just how it is. So you could then have you have two Augustas then at that point. We'll be <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so and that's where the, it's a system. It's a systematic issue of like uh, it's just like the jail system. There's no reform in the jail system. Well, it's a term for it. I can't think of it right now. Um, I'm trying to my life. Me, I just can't bring it up. But you know, when you when you look at uh, the demographics of certain things, anyway. That's just how it goes. Look at liquor stores, whatever, right? If you go in Evans, you're not gonna see a liquor store by a school. But if you come right here, you're gonna see a liquor store by a school. That's right. just in certain in certain areas, that's what that's what that's how it is. Yeah, but no, no, I get that. Like I totally get it. And like, I mean, I don't want to live. When you, I'm only saying when you say systematic, that's why. You said systematic, so yeah. systematically that's what comes to mind. A liquor yeah. store, I know it's a school by here. If I if I'm if I'm in the, if I'm in the hood, I know that. Yeah, right? yeah. For a fact. Yep. So you're gonna pitch a roll, it's a liquor store right there. Then you got Butler <laughs> High School, then you got the you got the uh the other it's like a it's like a um, school on Winter Spring, so you got it's, it's always gonna be like that. Yeah, it's always systematically set up that way anyway. Yeah, it it, it is, and um, I'm just glad that that somebody like you was saying it now. Yeah, maybe, maybe they'll listen. I hope. <laughs> if I say I'm just I'm like, complaining. No, I, no, you're right, and that's and that's that's systematic. That's a systematic issue too. But the you thing is, this, yeah. <laughs> um, but the thing is, this is like if. I'm not people. There's gonna be people like we. Well, you can't just give them a place to stay. They gotta work. Of course they gotta work. I mean, there's. But well, you I'm gonna can, tell you right now, people are already gonna say, "Why, why don't you live with you?" That's the first message why, we get. Why won't they come? Well, because you said something about NIMBY, so they gonna say, "Why don't Why he let old, old boy with the umbrella live with him?" I'm not gonna let. The reason I wouldn't let him live with me is because it, it's a. I'm I'm not trying to fix his life. I'm trying to fix. It would. The goal would be to fix the whole problem. Like that's 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 why that's what's fucked up. Is everything people do, every drug war, or war on this, war on homelessness, war on everything, it, it doesn't like fix it system, uh, like systematically. Yeah. It's just bullshit, right? It is. It, even like police reform, it, it's, uh, we're going to make these guys go do PT. See, I, it, it, go ahead. It just, and I, I ain't trying to bring back them, but it's almost like, even when we talked in the beginning, when you brought up force and all that stuff, right? It's kind of like this, kind of to me, it's like the same, like, it's people that don't believe in certain things. Like you're not believing in the reform or war on this, war on that. But technically, it helps some people. So even if it's fake, it probably still helps thousands of right. people. No, no, let's bring up, we'll bring up the fitness program at the sheriff's office, right? They said, no, no, let's do this one because it was an idea of if we got fit deputies, they're more competent. The the, the police brutality would come down because they're not tired and being reckless, right? Mm-hmm. No, I don't know of anyone that got fired. They had mandatory results and tests to be done, and they had minimums that needed to be done, and they just let them go. They let them off, right? So it's like it's to you because you're not on the net in the inside. You think reform is being done, but it's all just in no. I I wasn't. I wasn't. No, you, you got stuck in the reform. Hold on, I was oh, talking about like my bad. No, nah, I was talking about people saying. Like, okay, this person is not genuine. This person is not that. You were saying, like, it's always something systemically, like, war on this, war on that, and it's like, it's just all bullshit, whatever. Right, right. People have that mentality of that's what it is. And it could be, for real. It could be, but it could not be. But at the same time, what I'm saying is, all right, I'm going to use Obama as an example, just just to use him. I don't know how you feel about him. or if you voted for him, but you ain't got to tell me. I did vote for him. Oh, you might get black about it. 2008. I did. But, um, so he had... The Obamacare, right? Yeah. A lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people that it was good for didn't like it either. They just like, why I gotta get it? Why I gotta? But for me, I love it. Not because I didn't, I didn't have Obamacare. I, I was young at the time, so I was on my mom insurance. But 
it helped me because whatever was going on at the time, people that wanted to get rid of businesses started selling businesses. So I was at 19 able to own my own business because somebody had to sell it to be under that quota of 50 people to or you have to, or you have to um you know get insurance from them, right. off insurance. So I said to say to a lot of people that was some BS, but to a lot of people like me that was in my position or that's that are armies out there, they loved it. Yeah. So it's always going to be like some kind like it's going to be two sides to every every coin, you no, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that, but like the whole th- first of all, I mean, man, we all got to at least be offered insurance. I mean, that I mean, and and a lot of the companies that's uh, oh, don't get me started on that. No. Yeah, let's, let's stick with home yeah, business. You yeah, you were doing good. You were doing right. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 but with, but with the homelessness and, and I guess like so if you had to pinpoint or your plan, like a real plan, like yeah. like what, what what's your plan to, I, to my, fix it? Yeah, my plan. So you think that, and I don't know if you think this for real, but like you think that you can change it where there's no homeless people in Augusta. Yeah. And how you how do you how do you feel like you can go about that? Man, I think you you go about it by they don't allow. There's other things in the there's many things in our country that's illegal, like drugs. Mm-hmm prostitution, I mean, just many things, drinking and driving. Homelessness should be illegal. Now, but you, so you all, so I mean, you all aware that if you make it illegal, that, so you're saying if they see somebody homeless, they should just arrest them? No, I'm saying it's, we, it, it should be illegal. So when you that, prostitute, you get arrested. And when you sell drugs, you get no, arrested. No, it, if you do drugs, you get pulled over and you probably just, get arrested. It's illegal. It should be illegal for the government to allow it. It's the, the county should not have. What I'm getting at is there should be something in place by like local governments and things like that. That, in other words, there, where's a homeless shelter in Augusta? It might trying to be funny. But it's on 13th Street. Okay, right. But how many people can live there? I see a lot of people in the morning sometimes when I'm driving by. Yeah, but do they. I shouldn't say that. I'm talking about under the bridge. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about they outside sleep. Like, oh, yeah. They, uh, right. You're, okay. But what I'm saying is, is this. There's not a real homeless shelter in Augusta. That's yeah. the crime. Not having weed ain't a fucking crime. Not no more. Yeah. Well, it it shouldn't have been a crime. It's Come on, man. You know. And, and so, like, the bigger crime is, like, how we have nothing in place for people that have a mental issue. That's the crime, in my opinion. And I think like there's infra- there's plenty of area here to build an infrastructure for that. We have Section 8 housing for people, right? Yeah, why, why, why no, you keep going bring, to Section no, 8? No, no, I'm bringing, bringing no, here's why, because how much is Section 8 housing, right? It's based I, on income. Oh, it's yeah, an income-based thing, right? So these people, right, they, 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 they cut out land for folks that are less fortunate to have a place to live and raise their family. I come from Section 8 housing. So what I'm saying is, like, the same concept could apply for homeless people or any group of domestic violence victims. They could have a place to go to. You know how many women are going through some shit and mm-hmm. they ain't got nowhere to go to? They got these little, like, uh, there's a there's a place in Augusta, but it's not like... It's closed it's, now. It's bullshit, yeah. though. It's, it's not a real thing. There's a place on Mary Street for that, but no, they closed now. But, yeah, yeah. It's... um. But the point is, is like, just like there's Section 8 housing for people that are less fortunate, like, dude, you can do the same thing for many groups of people, homeless people, domestic violence pe- uh, victims. Uh, I mean, any group like that that is vulnerable to society, elderly people, mm-hmm. all them people should have a place to go. I, de- I definitely, I'm a, I, I say this, I definitely feel like it's a case by case basis. Um, I can't, I'm, I don't want to put everybody in one group because... I do feel like uh, there's some people that are homeless. No, they ain't want to be homeless. 
but they probably made some decisions that they probably shouldn't have made. Right. Not saying they deserve to be homeless though, but in the, in the same breath, um, when you got section eight, it's certain things you got to abide by as well. So you're not just having it just because you're less fortunate. It's certain things you have to do. Look, and I ain't naive to think that if you provide all this, these people are gonna cooperate. I understand that, but what I'm saying is, is the crime is is in the fact that there's nothing for them to turn to. Sure, we have the Salvation Army and all this other stuff, but like, man, all that—that's not fixing the issue. That's just like, that's just—it's not fixing it. I mean, it's just a, it's just a cushion for, it, but it's, I was not a big enough cushion. It, it ain't like you could create a system, and there's, and this is a topic for another day. But yeah, you could create an a, a, a plot of land, just like an apartment complex or any other area and um, and have basically a, a big circle in the middle of this apartment complex that's a common place with food, a garden. There's so many ideas you can do, and these people would never even have to leave. Basically, it'd be like an elderly home for the homeless people. They need These people are mentally ill. Sure, they can. I mean, they probably do drugs. I get it. The but. thing, the only thing I say is, it's America. So, and they like it's so much of a business. It's hard to. I, what you saying? It, it sounds great. I'm not gonna lie. It sounds great. But just knowing, and I'm pretty sure everybody in this room, no one they know, it's certain things. Like even when you, had, if you're in the hospital, like and you got insurance, and when your insurance run out, they're gonna start giving generic medicines. Yeah. You're not gonna get the same medicine anymore. Like yeah. it just, is it wrong? Probably so. Because you probably the storm medicine probably helping you, you know, stay afloat. <laughs> but they give you generic kind because it's a business. Yeah. And just like in America, like anything, anything they do. It's all because some some kind of back end, whether it's a tax write off, whether it's something else. Every decision they made is is based on business. So even if they did make something, if they made something tomorrow for homeless and they like they fix the issue, I'm be paper trailing. Like I don't know, I know somewhere, <laughs> somewhere somehow somebody banking on oh, this. Yeah, some politicians subsidizing. Yeah, yeah, you know, corporations sell. You want to fix homelessness? You got to leave America first, man. Because this is a, this is a business minded oh, uh, yeah. land. So yeah, corporate. Yeah, so. Your cousin came and did that, Christopher Columbus. But it's all good. Um, I want to start. I want to start. Uh, now you got a lot going on right now. So, um, at when I when we did that when you when we met, you know, and you met on uh, here and we friend each other on Facebook. From there, I I started to see you post a lot of insects and using people addicts and I don't know. You posted some wild, right? Right. I'm gonna say wild white boy stuff. You know what I'm saying <laughs> to me. Um, <laughs> So let's talk. I want to talk about that. Like, I know you got, you got a bug business now, right? right so right. kind of talk about that and, and what you do. So uh, like November 1st, I officially launched it. It's okay. Cheryl's Pest Solutions. So Say that I, again? Uh, Cheryl's Pest Solutions. Got you. So um, I'm the only employee. And uh, it's going well. But what made me do it was um, I worked for a company for basically almost six years. And, uh, man, I was very loyal to this company. I never missed a day of work worked like six days a week. And, uh, I mean, I loved it. It was like, I loved it. And, uh, I have no issues with them, but, um, one day we walked in and I thought it was just another meeting. And, uh, these folks came in essentially and bought us out. And that happened the same day on board and non-competes, all this just corporate nonsense. And I, I mean, that bothered me a little bit. So I got bought out. Yeah. I felt like, well, yeah, that and like just I felt a little betrayed. I don't like people messing with me, and like I was just sitting there and it was bothering me. And I and I definitely spoke up and, and said how I felt to well everyone heard me. And um, anyways, so long story short, I um I was like man, like I'm loyal to who I applied for. I'm not a loyal to this new company. And um 
So essentially, I left and I tried to work somewhere else. And you, you just didn't like new man, the new management, or like what was what, what was wrong with the company? Like <laughs> I really didn't give them a chance. I just didn't care. Oh, I just okay. didn't like the way they did it, and like it rubbed me the wrong way. And like once that happens, it's like whatever. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna slow it down real quick. Okay, you're, <laughs> you're doing it again. You I see what you're trying to do. All right, so they they, they bought <laughs> the company, right? Yeah. So they they just woke up one day and said I'm a, I'm gonna sell it on Monday, and then that was it. So you don't think uh, the company was like. They, they they thought about it and said, you know what, all right, I'm gonna sell. Or was it like oh, no, strong? It was planned on? months before. Yeah. So what like, you what you was mad for? Like what you was mad for? No, no, I went for one, like I understand the business where like you sell stuff and I and I and I'm happy for them. Um Were you but, mad they didn't tell you they were selling the business or man, I felt like uh You wanted to buy it? Nah, nah. I I felt like uh, I was very loyal to them and the way it was done, like our vehicles were gone through the same day and inventoried, non competes were signed. I mean, it was just the the way it was done and they know how I felt and I told them and um I just didn't like it and I felt like that's not and I was like, Well, this is what's to be expected moving forward, right? I mean, wouldn't you think that too? So um I waited thirty days and then I was like, you know what? Just uh, do that again, <laughs> or whatever. No, but uh, <laughs> so, so, so you so you left, right? You left. Yeah. But did you already have uh, any like ideas of starting your own at that before then? All right. So I um, man, I had I had like I have a lot of good people that in my corner, man, like very successful people, and they have been telling me, Josh, do your own thing, do your own thing, do your own thing. But see, these motherfuckers don't pay my bills. <laughs> Right. So it's easy to say that when you don't live with them. Right. And um, so anyways, I had gotten all the stuff I needed when the move, if something needed to happen to where I could either change jobs or do my own thing. So when it happened, I I knew uh, like I figured I was like, you know what? I got to be anyways. Well, when it happened, I was like, no, no, no. What happened? You got to be honest. Go ahead. Be honest. (laughs) So, (laughs) well, after I left. I was like, man, I'm going to try. I'll try another company out in the area. Everybody was wanting me, man. No lie. I'm not kidding. Bidding for Josh. Well, yeah, man, I was the shit. Like, I was selling so much money, man. And uh, I was, really, I was bringing in a lot of volume. And uh, in my resume, I I had a good resume. And uh, I was as qualified as anyone in the industry could be. Like, no one could beat me in qualification. The most they could do is tie me. And then I had the sales, the work ethic, and and, and they love sales, right? So I applied for this company, and I think I worked there three weeks, man. They did not like me, dude. But what's crazy. Wow, you was qualified. You said you was qualified. They didn't have any black people working there. Not a, well, I asked them. I'm not making this up. You said they, they they didn't have any black people working there. Uh uh-uh. uh. I I uh. <laughs> so one day I was looking at the pictures and I was like, how many people? It had to be like thirty people. And I'm like, damn man, at least one, right? At least well, I mean, shit, <laughs> right? At least one. I mean, like the office lady, somebody, and uh, and I got started like figuring stuff out. I can't speak on that too much, but I was like, man, this is uh. Yeah, it didn't work out. You, you ever seen Do the Right Thing? Nah. No, oh, you gotta watch the movie. But anyway, it's cool. And, and it's a scene in the movie where he looks in a pizza shop and he realizes there's no black people in the pizza <laughs> shop. But they all spend money there. So, but anyway, that's, 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 oh nah, it that bothered me really. That that bothered me a lot. But why did why you said they didn't like you? Why did they not like you? Because you, you was too black for them or something? Nah, man. I uh I was the smartest person in the room. 
Oh, you one of those. I I, already, I, I, I know you're tight now. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Did you let them know you're a smart person in the room too? No, I didn't. But so how how was you saying stuff though? Like, was you like make you feel <laughs> small? No, nah, no, nah, they um, how can I say it? Like, all right, so. Why, normally, when people don't like normally when people don't like the smart person in the room because they kind of be a smart ass sometimes, or, or they make you feel like you don't you, like like you're less than. Were you doing that? No, that, that's fair. I think like that stem with them. It it, it stemmed from uh, how can I say? Let me think about this. Would you would you go around telling people you were qualified and nobody nobody can beat you? No, no, no. You? I didn't oh, have okay. to tell them that. Like I, you walked around They were trying them, to yeah. tell me to do things that I knew better than to do, and I said I'm not doing it because oh. like be, you was rebellious. I wasn't rebellious. I was like I'm not doing it because like for one <laughs> I'm not supposed to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's and then dude, it, it, it was appalling to realize that. Um, some of the stuff that they didn't know. Right. And it really what it illustrated to me was where I came from and really was a good place. And that's why, you know, I, I take a lot of pride in that place. But now I, um, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you, if you got this quote unquote, you know, beef with these other companies, nah. right. Um, how, how, how you plan to like, how you going to build, how you going to grow? Like if they, yeah. could, they could just block you, they could, blackball you or something like that yeah yeah yeah. i thought about that so how you gonna get past that i already figured it out so well first of all there's no beef with any of them really there's not like it's not even competition because here's the thing is um and i mean this so i know what i bring to the table and anyone that's ever dealt with me worked with me trained with me or whatever they know what i bring to the table and I and it's I bring it every day, right? But I expect you to bring it every day. And if you don't, if you can't put up with that, that's okay. Michael Jordan wasn't liked by everybody, right? So I was sitting there. You Michael Jordan? No, no, I'm not Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. But what I'm sure. saying is, is like when you you have to you expect certain things from people you work with, work for, or that work for for you, right? So um, especially when you do what you expect. So. What what I started thinking was, as I said, you know, how am I going to beat these big companies? And what I thought about was, as I said, these companies, like, they have more marketing, more resources, more employees. And I was like, but, and they have formal meetings. And I was like, they got, like, eight people around their table meeting every week. And I was like, you know what? Like, I can't do what all of them can do, right? Right. I mean, that's just, that's eight people. But you know what I can do? I can, like, I have people in my life already that can do what they can do and do it way better, hmm. way better, way better. Like You already got a team. Oh, I got a, I got a great team. And I got people that, uh, have, that backed me, that have reassured me that, it, I mean, I have a really good team and, uh, Every anything I need, I can pretty much call them. And so, like when I was sitting there thinking about like how am I gonna be able to hang with these people, I was like, well, for one, I know I'm gonna outwork them. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know I'm gonna outsell them. One on one, I can beat them. Right, one on one, I can beat them all. I really feel that way. And um, I can't beat them all collectively because it's just too. <laughs> I only got so much time in the day. But 
whenever I need something, I can have the right people. My table is more powerful than their table. Mm. And, and it won't, and it's not even close. And, um, like anything that they got, I can find better or I already have it. Does that make sense? Makes so, a lot of sense. It, it, and, and that was my whole thought process is I was like, if I'm going to, how can I out market them? I was like, well, I follow some of these people on Facebook and my posts are way more popular than theirs. Way yeah, you more, got more po- of a following. Way more than way more than their business page, way more than their employees. And I was like, dude, like that to me illustrates to not just me, but to anyone wanting to do business, like this guy's more passionate. The lady I went to her house tonight when it was dark, you don't, you think she'll ever cancel on me? No. Why? Because I went there at night. You went above and beyond. Yeah. That's it. And, and so, like, that's my whole thought process. And like I told you before this started, you're here while any, like all your competitors are at home for the holidays. And they just can't beat that kind of work ethic, man. Not day in a day. That just breaks people's souls, man. You, that's called running through somebody's face. But they don't right. like that. No, I could definitely, I, I can understand where you're coming from when you say that. So you, your, your, your goal is kind of just slow and steady, really. You're not even trying to necessarily outdo them but you're just going you're going to be better all right so what i'm thinking is or what i'm what i'm doing is i I pick my own customers if i don't want you i ain't gonna have you and and so like how like all of my friends all of my customers are my friends are people i know or that have known me the only way they'll cancel man is because they agree to the price they know they're getting the best service unless they hit and if they hit a financial hardship you know what i'm gonna do don't worry about it this time. I'm gonna still come out there though. I'll see you in a couple. All right months. now, you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> nah, they. That, that's just how it is. Though I don't even look. Let me tell you how real I am with my people. I, I'm so serious. Like tonight, I, um, the the thing is, is I get to pick all my customers, and like the only way they'll cancel realistically is if they move. I mean, if it's a money thing, you know, why not let a payment slide, right? If that if that's what's gonna save you. I'm still going to come out there and do the work. We'll just don't even worry about it this time. So, like, when you have that type of thing, like that type of quality of customer and, 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 and level of trust, like, because really the the big the biggest reason a, a company doesn't succeed is because people cancel, people mm-hmm. leave, people. But, like, I don't think I think that my customers are going to be very loyal to me because they've been loyal to me for years. I've known these people for years. And when they said, when I said I'm going to open this company, like all my friends said, I got you. And most of them got me. But how how you plan to grow? Like aside from their friends and aside from the people that's supporting right now, how you plan to expand? And especially if it's just only you. Yeah. So, I mean, at some point, yeah, I want to hire somebody. Right. But I think like right now I got some, uh, I got some stuff. Um, I've got, um, I got two guys, big, one of, I can't put, I don't want to put his business out there because I, you know, the, the competitors watch right, this right. shit, man. So, but this guy has a lot of pull, and uh, we're gonna do a big promo video. He hit me up yesterday, and so we're gonna start shooting that in the next two weeks. And he's got a drone and all this, and nobody in the industry in this area is doing any of this. None of these big companies are doing this, right? And and sure, they might start doing it, but at the end of the day, like I'm gonna be my own trendsetter, and, and I've got um, other people like a digital marketer I know personally, a good friend of mine who's helping me with the uh, social media part. Um, we're, we're starting to set up some campaigns and uh, 
and I got other things brewing. So come January, it'll all be. But how you got into this, like this bug stuff? Because like, like was you like one of them kids that just picked up bugs when they were smaller yeah, and yeah. play with them? I wow. did, but you, you want to hear some crazy shit? I didn't know where I was applying at. Right. So I thought, you know, there's this company called, uh, man, I forgot about this. This company called um, Advanced Disposal. It's like a trash company. I was in a rough spot right when all this was going on. And um, so the night before, though, I trained like two hours that morning. And this my friend called me, said, Josh, I have a fight in Russia that I'm trying to get prepared for. And I was like, all right, I'll come up there Sunday night. And, uh, and help you train. So I ended up training like four or five hours that day. And I, and I actually threw up the, that night. I'm not making this up. And uh, and I was like, man, I woke up tomorrow. I was like, man, I do not want to go to this interview. But I went. I went. And um, I don't know how I did it. But I started off there. I did not even know it was a bug company. And they started me off at $12 an hour. And my first year, I made like 50 grand. Before, you know, I was making like six figures. Mm. $12. And I didn't even know what the fuck I was applying. Man. I <laughs> thought it was a trash company. And then, it, and then the rest is. But how, but I'm saying like, how you, how you, how did you like, when you first start, you wasn't like nervous because it's bugs and you going to people addicts. I've, I've seen like your, your lot or your videos rather. When yeah. you're going to addicts, you're seeing raccoons or you know, you want to get a snake or if it's a mice or they got termites <laughs> and you. And you touching it and how you, I don't yeah. like that. Like, how, how do you? No, I think honestly, man, like with that whole thing, like I, I the, the cross space stuff at first, it was unusual because you like, you start having these irrational fears. But I think like there's just something like I always believe, I call it like fighting the inner bitch. Like no matter what it is, like you just got to do it. And so like a lot of times when I was in those tight places, I started thinking about when I was grappling and I got this big dude on me and you're out of breath and you can't breathe and you just, and, and that's just kind of how I got through it. And then at a certain point, you just don't feel it. But man, those, those raccoons, man, I don't like them raccoons. See, I don't, I don't like cockroaches. So I can't, I mean, I, now I'm, I'm older now, so I don't mind like killing them. But like <laughs> when, I, when I was younger, I ain't trying to. I said, nah. I'm, I'm changing room. I might leave. I might leave the house. Honestly. Look, you mean to tell you, I kill these the most. This is probably, yeah, it's probably like rats. I get a lot of calls for rats, but the, the, look, I'm not even joking. I've only seen one rat your, ever. Your ever. career? Yeah, yeah. And I've done, like, I know I've done over like 10,000 jobs, but the only time I seen this one, this was this one was wild. It was right before a company dinner, and uh, this guy he called me out. He said, "I got a rat mouse." So I go out there, and uh, I was like, "Well, let me go underneath while and see where it's going in at." So I pulled the stove out and I put this sticky trap there, man. And, and so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna scare him, and he's gonna come out and get stuck." And I, and I come in, and I see this guy like with a butcher knife, like doing this, and I had just started, man. <laughs> <laughs> this white guy and I was like man what in the fuck so I like I, um, I walk over there and this dude is butchering this rat to death he done killed this motherfucking thing with a like there's blood everywhere and he, he tried to hand it to me and uh, I said man I'm not getting that and, and I was like look we gotta and it was stuck and I was like he was like you gotta get it off and I was like man it was stuck to what to the it was stuck to the sticky trap in the ah. knife. So <laughs> he uh, he was like, well, here, he like, we went out to my truck. He threw it in there, and I went to the company meeting and didn't tell nobody. This shit was gross, man. Yeah, that was a dead like rat. It. Yeah. That sounds kind of wild. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't deal with 
rollers and stuff like that. I just it ain't me. Like I always, I, I don't know if it's a black thing. I don't know, but I feel like somebody <laughs> gonna jump out. Something gonna jump out on me. And I just did that. Just that alone is no. But you be going like you open stuff. I be seeing you. You you in the crawl spaces. You I, with that flashlight. I, I I commend you for it. Yeah. I well, do it. like nah. I mean, in the moment, like. I do it because I care about the customer. I really do. And, like, I know I'm going to get some good footage, but I don't want to be doing it. Like, when they call me, like, the the raccoon, like, I seen a possum. I don't feel like dealing with that thing, but I, I just do it because I'm like, man, I'm this, I just do it. Like what's the oddest job? Like, what's the worst job you've done? Like, far as, like, you getting scared or you think is the most nastiest that we wouldn't like? Man, I got a bed bug when that was... It was pretty bad. We had to call the defects people. That one was pretty bad. You had to call the defects? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So for what you do, if you go to a home and it's something like, like that, you got to call defects? Like, you, legally, you have to call defects? No, nah, well, like the company in that time, like they wanted to be out of it because like I get it like, like a PR thing. So that was my prerogative. And um, I've done it twice to where... Man, they were nasty, man. Nasty as fuck. And they had them kids in there, like, getting lit up. I got a video of it on uh, Facebook. I mean, the shit went crazy. It was it was, it was, was beyond, like, I've only done it twice. Because normally, uh, man, it had to be done. Yeah. Like, in pets, like, um, I've done it to one with a pet. Because, yeah. I mean, honestly, I just... Mm. So, oh, oh, I can't. I yeah, can't. fleas and stuff. They'll uh, like one lady. She, um, oh yeah, I forgot about her. So she called me for fleas, and I walk in. She's got kids, and um, she couldn't afford the treatment. And I said, "Look, we'll do it for you. We'll just do it because it don't cost that much, man. It really, you're already there. Just do it, right?" And she wouldn't do it, and uh, I was like, and she had she collected rats. So I was she was like, a rat collector? Yeah, man, it was <laughs> it was wild. And uh But she called you for fleas? Yeah. She was wondering <laughs> why she had them. And uh so but people I mean Was it was it because of the rats? Yeah. Well it was the rats and then she had a dog. So she collected rats, but she called y'all to she figure out why rats. she had fleas. Right. And she sold the rats online, man. It I'm tell let, let me tell you something, man. That's some crazy people in Augusta. Yeah, y'all be walling, bro. Hell <laughs> y'all! Yeah, nobody, nobody, I know rats. I'm nah, telling you right now. Nah, nah, but you, you just have to like when you go out there, like you ain't ever trying to like. I mean, you always want to help people because a lot of people, man, they can't help the conditions their houses, and you just got to talk to them about it, and that's really what it's all about. But you can't have no kids, right? So, so but overall, like, just that the the bug company, but like, how would you? How would you describe it? Like, is it is it treating you well? Treating yeah, you? I think um, I think I think very soon, like in the next, I got I, mean, I think in less than six months, like I might I probably will be full time because it it there's things that's in the works right now that would enable me that'll put me in a position to where I'm fed certain things and I don't have to do anything but go do it. Because right now I'm having to hunt, but I got something in the works where I won't be hunting as much. Okay, that's yeah. that's dope. So, um, just just to kind of end with the the bug company, kind of we got another thing to talk about though. I gotta get at you with that, but just kind of <laughs> the bug company thing, like, um, all in order, like, how can they reach you, contact you if they wanted service from you on that though? Yeah, the bug thing, um, 
So the best way, honestly, is Facebook. Got you. It's Cheryl's Pest Solutions, or you can just add me on Facebook, Joshua Cheryl, S-H-E-R-R-I-L-L. You can call me, 706-394-1658. The website is coming. All this stuff, there's things that, like I'm working on a vendor list for the website. So there's things that you just have to do it in stages and in phases, and I'm just trying to be very, I don't like to do things twice. Yeah, step by step, though, you got to do it, you know. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, you know, I appreciate that. I want to uh talk about hip hop with you. Uh, I know we always <laughs> back and forth for a little while. Um. <laughs> I I I I don't know exactly what you want to talk about when you say that, but I know for me, I don't know if it's Eminem you trying to trying to bring up or nothing like that. But you can go ahead and do it. I I I, I really can't see you um uh changing my mind on him. No, that's fair. But you know. I like him though. He's 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 a, Look, he's a cool person. No, no, else. hang on. First of all, so I used to write rhymes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really. And That's why uh, you were so mad when you were little. You probably nah. writing crazy as in the I couldn't, but I didn't have like um, what do you call it? Like I wasn't good on a beat, right? So, but yeah, look, I don't have rhythm. Yeah, no, I can't dance either. I'm, I'm my rhythm is bad. I believe. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, no. Nah, look, here's the thing, right? With 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 hip hop versus any other genre. So it's not like I think hip hop is the most dynamic form of writing there is, right? Like uh country or rock, metal, all that stuff. All them people can write, they can tell stories, but like the hip hop artists, the really good ones like Buster Rhymes, Eminem, uh the underground guys, all these guys really uh like if you really look at what they're doing with a piece of paper and a pen like these guys are geniuses man and then not only are they rhyming just crazy they're 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 telling you the story they're they're inner the internal rhymes the metaphor it's just layered in so many ways that even like the the most basic hip-hop guy is just so much more dynamic than most of these genres i think a lot of people hate hip-hop strictly because of most of the content right because the guys are just filthy with the pens man and, and i think hip-hop doesn't get enough credit for like the the skill set that most of them guys are are it's weapons yeah. I, I can i can agree yeah i can agree with that i mean I, I think i get a bad rap because of um the culture a lot of people come from from hip-hop and i know when you when you make it up there it's hard to you know dial back a little bit so you get a lot of violence and but that come with it because that's what you that's what you're from yeah but that's what like that's what hip hop is like it's inherently violent to where like well back like in the underground phase like the battle rap right i mean depending on what kind yeah i mean yeah. depending on what kind but depending on where you're from too like if you're from that then if you're gonna talk about it. if you're not from that you're not gonna talk about yeah it, like you know if you look at what Lil boosie did when he you know just a few years i mean that guy was a true mobster right i mean he comes from one of the worst areas in america mm-hmm. but like the guy can rap I mean, the dude's gifted. I would take him over a lot of these other folks that's mainstream as far as in other genres, right? Right. And um, I just think that, like, I don't know. I know me and you don't agree on certain people <laughs> in the music industry, but uh, as far as I, I play just one person. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but cool. I think he is, in particular, him and uh, J. Cole and Joyner Lucas are like He's some not, of the... All, all of them are nice. I'm not saying Eminem not nice. It's just, you know, I got, you know... Yeah, and, and look, so, like, a lot of people are like, well, I can't relate to Eminem, right? And that's fair. Like, a lot of people can't relate to Future. A lot of people can't yeah, relate I to can't Lil Boosie. Yeah. yeah, but, like, 
there, but you can relate to like undeniable talent, like people like Eminem, Luke Joyner, uh, J. Cole. I just think like to me, those are like the best people right now in hip hop to kind of, when I say the get most gifted, those three right there. Are legit. Why, 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 why you, why you feel like Eminem is, is the top right now? Like in the Eminem? Well, in yeah, yeah. So a lot of people, I feel like he had a run. Don't get me wrong. I feel like he had a run. Man. Like definitely. No, no, no. At one point. So uh, I get this a lot, right? People are like Josh, you only like him because he's white or because you, or whatever their the issues. But the fact is, like my favorite athletes, fighters, they're all black. It's not because he's white. It's not because I can relate to him. Because I don't like all his songs. I don't like all the Kevin Gates songs. I don't like all the Future songs. But I think if I put ten of the best hip hop artists in a room. I think his style would be the hardest to replicate. I think, like, I've heard so many of his songs. Like, I don't even listen to the message. Sometimes I'll just print out the rhymes and start highlighting them. And it'll look like a fucking kaleidoscope. Mm-hmm. And 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 when people are like, well, he ain't rhyming about nothing. He is. You just don't understand the metaphor. Like, to say, like, he's not. I, I just think his style is is one of the, you know, when he dropped that kill shot thing, you know, you had the the rap devil. The rap devil, I'm not going to lie, was catchier. But, like, the way kill shot was layered was just. I, I ain't going to lie. I'm not really familiar with nothing he put out after 06. Really? Like I, I'll say this. I'm going to tell you this. I've seen him on a few cyphers and stuff like that. I feel like he did an okay job. but This the best I've ever seen Eminem. Like right now, that music, the the one he just released with Grip, man, he he's just he's better than I ever seen him. I mean, like I said, I, I don't, I don't. So I had a friend when I was younger. Um, he's Puerto Rican, though. He was a big Eminem fan back then. You know, what I'm saying? that's when Eminem show was out. Oh yeah, that was the that was the 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 first one I listened to as a as a person who could understand like the music at the time, right? Yeah. And I liked it. It was cool. Don't get me wrong, I liked it at, at that time. Um, listen to it now because it's a little different, but I still I still think that's one of his his best bodies of work. Probably not it's not better than Marshall Mathers, but just as far as commercial commercially wise, Eminem shows is, is great. I like a lot of Eminem songs. I like Stan. You know what I'm saying? I like certain songs. Yeah. Um, I, the way I am is probably my favorite one. Yeah. I like I like I like songs. I don't get it wrong, but it is a lot of um, it's a lot of fluff and stuff he say, and it's not. And it's, don't I don't want you to think that I'm saying this. It's not. I don't think you like him because he's white, right, right, and nothing like that. But my, just like how you love hip hop, and we talk about stuff. We can go more in depth into it if, if ever need be. But my only problem with somebody like Eminem, not him per se, but how he looked at, how he gonna be looked at as this, 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 um, this rap god or this, this best rap of all time. But really, it's a culture that came from not him, and and he 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 made. Good uh, things inside that culture, but he isn't the culture, right? And years down the line, I feel like because p- people are gonna buy his albums, most most like white people, they right, buy the right. albums and stuff. He's gonna get the accolades that most um, urban artists aren't gonna get. So we come sixty, hundred years later, somebody gonna feel like this guy Eminem was just the best of everybody, and that couldn't be further from the truth. No, no, and, and no, and I agree with that. Like, 
on every aspect. For one, like sales do not indicate skill. Like that's right. It's not. It shouldn't. But you know, yeah, like it, I said, America's a business, so yeah. But kind of base it off. off I mean, that at some point, there's too. plenty of people that. I mean, Eminem in terms of musicians, there ain't uh, since 2000. I mean, no one's so, outsold him. Let me, let me ask you. No, this, is, this is just talking rap. Like, so what? Like, where you rank somebody like like E40 then? Like, I like E40. Like, if, are you asking my top five? No, not not yet. But I asked that because you said that you feel like he's top because one of your points was like if you put him in a room full yeah. of other artists, his style will stand out the most. But right. you could say the same thing for E40. You could say the same thing for Juvenile. You could say the same thing for Silk the Shocker. I'm just naming artists that's not great artists, not top artists in the world. Yeah. That's all I'm naming artists. Yeah. You could say the same thing about Twister. You could say the same thing about a lot of people that's not necessarily a top artist. So like what make you put like what made you really put Eminem up yeah. there though? Well, the reason, so here's the thing. For one, I'm not, like, the other great hip-hop artists say this about him, too. So, like Ice Cube, because I like Ice Cube. Um, the Game, there's plenty of people that, you know, J. Cole was, there's many people that, that feel this way. But uh, first of all, all them people are talent. I like Rakim. So here's the thing, like, you can't, you have to be careful comparing athletes, right, So or, or anybody, like, generations, because, like, you can't compare LeBron James to an athlete from the 80s. Like, there's just a different mm-hmm. breed of that. The guy's a, he's just a different kind of dude. They, they didn't make him like that back then. And so, like, Rakim is, like, to me, Eminem is more talented than Rakim, but you got to think, like, the, like, Rakim and, you know, Biggie and Tupac, they literally, like, did all the trial and errors for anyone that's out right now because, the the artists right now are, are, are just I mean Joyner's nasty man I don't them guys Tupac can't write lyrics and rhyme the way Joyner Lucas does Tupac can tell a better story but I think right now the artists the the good ones are just on a different level of yeah I mean I agree I think artistry get better over time so I think obviously five years from now you're gonna have more time to artisans the Tupacs the Biggies I mean it was ninety six when it was around ninety seven. They rapped different. Yeah, they like, rap different. Punchlines was different. Now you got I don't know if you I don't know if you know these terms, but you got like things like double entendres. So yeah, you might say a line. It means five different things. And yeah, they weren't doing that in 95, 96, 97. It was yeah. unheard of. And and, and 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 see, that's when you start getting into like where Eminem's dropping triple entendres and like and see, you understand it enough to where like not only is he doing it like in that song uh, "Best Friend" when he's talking about uh, Mike. Take act like a quarterback and take a fucking hike because I'm a center. You know, he's talking about yeah, I'm a quarterback, I, 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 height, yeah. center. And, and, um, but like when you start doing that and you start telling stories and you can do it for a whole song, that doesn't make you the best, but makes you one of them, right? And, and he's done it for 20 years. So Lil Wayne is no, I mean, I'm not, I mean, he definitely, he definitely, he you, put his work in. You know what he else he did? Now, you know what else he did? So check this out, right? So you can say uh, Eminem, not just in hip-hop. Like, I mean, he outsells all the musicians in any genre up till It 20. makes sense. Yeah, in 2020. Well, because he's... he's. I can tell you why he's outselling. Why? Because he's white. Well, they're white, too. Oh. I mean, the only person I think is beating him right now is like Taylor Swift, right? But we don't see... That's not, I'm, I'm, I, you you make my point, but go ahead. That's yeah, fine. but in, yeah, in the black in music in hip hop, Eminem had eighty percent of America's white, and so yeah, sure, there I agree with that. But here's what he also did. Let's say how many people listen to Future because they started off on Eminem. 
right? I don't know. What Eminem I, never, did. I, I never heard somebody say. You know how I got on Dirk? But like Dirk. heavy? No, no. Do you know how? Because I, I, I was listening. To, I, I follow Little Baby. No, no, Little Baby. And then they did this the, this uh, album this mm-hmm. year. And I was like, man, I've listened to Dirk, but it was different. Like this is a yeah, different his, his kind of music. Music is different now anyway, though. So, but yeah. yeah, so like when you start, Eminem brought but, but, in. No, I know. But, but how, how do you get Eminem from, nah. from that, though? <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying is Eminem got me into. I can see the Little Baby and Little Dirk. That that does make sense. They First of all, they, they kind of sell us. They're the same genre. Yeah. Um, same kind of Lifestyle. background. Yeah, but Eminem got me into hip hop when I was young, right? And then obviously you start listening to other people. And so what I'm saying is, is yeah, Eminem is, he's, I don't want to say he like stole the culture, but he, he, he definitely, what I'm saying, he helped grow the culture. You see what I'm getting at? Like I started, like if, I'm not going to, I think I'll listen to hip hop. Okay. I, I, I see what you're saying. He I had white I, I people in, in fucking Montana that there's 95% white. Really? Montana is like 95% white. They would have never listened to hip hop. You don't. You can't say black artists didn't benefit from Eminem. Just I as, never said they didn't benefit. You see what I'm saying? But they're also not benefiting by years down the line. People thinking that Eminem is the reason why hip hop is that. That's now, what I'm saying. Now, if you say is Eminem pre- his presence costing other people sales? Sure, because I mean, no, nah, I don't think that either. Because I think he's gonna sell regardless. Look, like I'm not. It's not. He didn't. He's not. He didn't do nothing wrong. Like per, on a personal level, yes, you know how I feel because of that stuff he got, he had going on. Yeah, like right. that. That's just right. I can't. I can't accept that yeah. because he never apologized for it. And I feel like a lot of time when you got something like that, whether it's racial, you can't apologize through music. You have to come somewhere, talk about it, be open about it, have a discussion, and apologize. He don't owe me nothing. So I don't care if you do it or not. It's not going to be listening to music. But when I did find out about that, I did view him differently from that point on, obviously. And and when he did apologize in that song, he ended it with all women or hoes or whatever instead of because initially it was sounds sounds not amazing. It, that's what I'm getting you. at. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So his apology, no, nah, I can't argue with that. I ain't gonna defend. But him. I, I don't hate him. I don't. I don't hate him. He just, it just he he annoys me sometimes. That's about it. And um, I think okay. So my main thing because <laughs> you, you mentioned bars and stuff, right? So yeah, we got time. So you mentioned that. my thing with that mainly is. A lot of he can get away with certain things too. A lot of things he can say, we can't say. He can say it, and it's okay because not because he's white, but we not. It's not because he's white, but because like you might like you might come on here right. So like right now you 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 like how you how your posture is. You got a different kind of posture, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's gonna be okay because you're you. I see. If I had that posture, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Nigga? Oh, like, they're gonna be like, what's yeah. wrong with you? Why are you see. doing that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But because I mean, so I think what, what, what line he got? It's a Superman. I, when I was young, I thought it was fire, but it's not. It, it, it makes no sense. I reach all hoes in a single band. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, Calm okay. down. Look at you. Look at you. Chill, chill, <laughs> chill. No. Um, he said, I'll put anthrax on the tan packs and slap you till you can't stand. Uh-huh. And people ate that up. Like, it was just the greatest line in the world. And I'm now I'm, the 30 year old me is like, what? Why? Yeah. Well, what does that? Mean? It, it, that's 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 like fluff to me. It, it really means nothing at all. It's kind of just a filler. Yeah, yeah. It sounded good because you mixing words together like ham, bam, Sam, whatever. But he can get away with that. If Hove or Nas or Rick Ross or Jeez, we say that it's like what, what? What does that mean? Yeah. You know, you know how many lines these urban artists get ridiculed for? I think they all do fluff lines though. They no, they all they yeah. all do them, but they get they, he don't get ridiculed for them though. Right, see, we like, but we do though. Yeah, they call it mumble. They'll make. Yeah, I get it. No, I, I, I see. Let me ask you. But this. I'm not saying he can't rap. I mean, he can rap. 
He's 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 a he's a good rapper. Yeah. Do you think he he's good, good for hip hop? I think the culture per se, right? I think when you think of in terms of what you what you said, as far as him bringing um, rap to certain cultures that probably wouldn't have been introduced to rap or had a um, preconceived notion of what rap was, I think if you're looking at it that way, then yes, right. But like I said, it's always it's just like anything we talk about the whole time. It's always a, it's a two coined. Let me ask you this you know though. So, all right, if I grew up where I grew up at, right. Uh, I'm not joking. I was the only white kid on the bus. I believe you. Right? So uh, all, I mean, most of, really every school I went to was, I was a minority, right? So isn't that cultural? What do you mean? Like, like, like cultural is where you're from, right? Yeah. And where you're raised at. So like if, how am I not, would I be considered part of the culture? I mean, yeah. You, you, you see what I'm from, saying? You're from here, yeah. If I'm from... The same areas of I don't know if I mean, James Brown I, mm-hmm. in the same neighborhood, right? So like, how is Eminem not part of the culture? Well, I know I, I never say he he's, wasn't part of the culture. I know he's from Detroit, and also that's another thing he did lie about the part of Detroit he's from, but that's another story. But I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that part of the culture, regardless of the fact he can rap, he he can do what he do. He probably have like you. He got black friends. That's and that's all well and good. He's twelve. <laughs> you know, I'm happy for him. You know, right. That's great. But what I'm saying is. You can be part of the culture, but if he really was part of the culture, he wouldn't do what he did either. I agree with that. So once, yeah. once, once, and that's the main. I think that that's the main thing that kind of stops or hinders him, hinders people because now people know the full story. Back then we know the full story. Yeah, I think. But they, now we know the full story, and it's like ain't a lot about how old he was when it happened. So if you do nineteen, when you nineteen, eighteen, you talking about f black women. Uh, right, right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to listen to music. Like, yeah, I'm I think black. You know what I'm saying? It's not that. It's not even that. It's not because people people say all the time. But it shows a it shows a side that we we be thinking like is he like he might look at you like I wonder if he be saying like, <laughs> you know so saying? you ain't got to worry about that with me uh-uh. be, so we throw Eminem yeah, I don't know, we throw the no. same thing and then then it came out that yeah, we didn't yeah. have to worry about that with him nah. so I'm just saying like that's that that's the issue with him more say per se also on the flip side all this like I said I just don't feel like since he's came back yeah, I'm yeah. happy that his life is on track. For him, I'm happy that he's not on drugs and all that stuff. Right. That's great. I'm, I I can't take that from him, but the music just ain't there yeah. for me. Like, yeah. It's not. But he don't speak to me also. So you mentioned cultural. His music never spoke to me. And I think that's what it is because like there's certain musicians I only listen to when I'm in a certain mood, right? Like if if I'm in this mood, it's a future mood or a Kevin Gates or a Dirk or Eminem. Like, I don't listen to Eminem. I haven't played him all week because I've been listening to Dirk. But it's because I've been a lot busier. And like when I listen to Dirk, it's usually when I'm going to make some money. So I think like when you when you liked Eminem, it was probably at a particular phase in your life that you. You know what I'm saying? Like when fucking Eight Mile came out, Lose Yourself. Like we all was on I like, that. I like. I still like Lose Yourself and Eight Mile. Lose Yourself. I liked all of that. But I think like there was a phase where I couldn't listen to Eminem because I was at a different phase in my life. But like now this M is like, man, this, when I'm in that mode, I'm in that Eminem mode. When I'm in that Dirk mode, I'm in well, that Dirk mode. I'll say this. So like my favorite artist of all time, just because just because of how what, what that artist means to me and their music means to me is 50, 50 Cent. So of course I liked Eminem based on the music they were making together. However, I'm still, my, I got my own brain, my own thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's still like, okay. I, and then like as I grow, as I got older, just when you're outside doing more stuff, like you you listen to the stuff he's saying, like, why is that there for? Like, yep. I, you know, but he can get away with certain things. And so artists can't. He might could say 
He could say fart or something like that on a song. It's no thing. But yeah. somebody else said like, why you said that for Yeah, that Marshall Mathers LP, man, like that one was that whole but thing. But I, I, I could see how, you know, Eminem is very influential to you. And I, I'm not, I don't, I don't want you to think he shouldn't be because he should be. Yeah, if yeah. y'all got a lot in common, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just don't have those sentiments. Now, if I had, if I grew up, not liking my mom or something like that, right. when the killer or something, or <laughs> then I I probably could relate to him a little bit. Yeah, you yeah. know, I don't I don't do drugs. I don't I never had them kind of issues he have. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, none issues he have I had. So that's probably why I don't relate to him. Yeah, and I think you like know? it just comes in like it depends. Like like I said, when I'm going, if I'm making going to if I'm in a motivated mood to go to work make some money, I'm probably listening to Dirk. But it just depends on what's going on in life. Because that's just like like a Southern artist. Like, I mean, Southern. Southern, people in the South. Yeah. It's always a big debate of, well, Master P is, Master P is everything you think Jay-Z is or vice versa or whatever. But depending on where you're from, what culture you're from, what right. you believe in, yeah. that's what that's what you're going to be influential to. So if you're in the South and you listen to I Got the Hook Up and all them Silk the Shock and um, all that stuff, then you're going to like Master P, of course, if you grew up where I grew up. And you probably gonna like Jay Z or whatever. You grew up in Queens. You probably gonna like Nas. You're a big Nas fan, I guess. You know that's fine. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, then yeah. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, it, 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 it's music. It depends on like what you, you, what, what you like and you, what, what, what it talks to you. Let me tell you how well the uh, industry respects Eminem. If you listen, especially since I don't know the last five years. Any feature, and he's doing a lot of features right now. I think that's the new movie. A lot of features? Oh, yeah, features. Oh. So any artist he's on a song with, he always goes last. Every time. Every time. And I think there's a reason for that. I think well, it's a... I don't think anybody's going to turn that Eminem feature down. So if you say he's going to go last, you kind of let Eminem go last. I'm not, I'm not never saying that he's not what he is yeah I think what I'm saying I just don't view him that way yeah no and, that, and, and that's fair because like I'm not fond of Jay-Z honestly I think I, I like Nas and with that whole thing I've always been a Nas fan but like I think the industry respects him and I mean I get that tape thing I'm with you on that thing that's something he should uh, he, he needs to fix that I mean it's years down the line now. I mean he, he's been successful without it so it's whatever it. who won the Renegade who had I, I like Eminem versus Renegade yeah but that's also another thing. Like, it's a lot of things he said in there that Hove just couldn't say. Like, we, we he said, um, you said you effing do goodest. Like, we do- can't say do goodest. We said that we ah, retarded. He said it's oh god. He said do goodest. No, it's like it's not even a word. But he can. It's it's certain words he can play with. We can't even play with the ah. words. It's not our culture. However, people give, and I, I like that Eminem had a good verse from there. You know what I'm saying? But Hove verse was also good too. It wasn't oh, bad. Oh, it, it's a good song. What people don't know about that is um, there's another verse with Royce the Five Nine, the original Royce. Beat. I like Royce. Roy, oh, Royce. I think is Royce is, is is a better artist than Eminem now. You want me to tell you something? This is a little. It's probably I wouldn't, and I mean this. So, you when that race tape came out with M back, I think it was like 2003. He was at his peak, man. Yeah. And we were young. But I think the industry protected him because it's it's gone, basically gone. Like so, it, it's not gone, but like it's not. You remember don't... earlier you were talking about stuff, things being systemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that, no. that that that's 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 my whole thing with the America and all that stuff. So that just leaves me to believe he is down the line. If it's gone now and it's only been what twenty years, right. if that, oh yeah. three, so only eighteen years. Yeah. You think it's going to exist seventy five years from now? Right. No, I'm with you. So. It, but you want me to tell you what else I think though? I think that like. 
for one, Eminem could rap. Like we've, I've clearly expressed. He's a nice rapper, yes. Yeah, so I think that there was a plan back then. This is a, you can call it a conspiracy or whatever, but I really believe this. And you can tell I'm a big Eminem fan. I think that Eminem was picked and positioned and strategically put where he was to get white people to buy it. Not to, not because they cared about hip hop, but because they knew they would make a lot of money. And I think, I don't know if Eminem's writing his songs. Because when you bring up Royce, and I listen to Royce, Royce is fire, Prime and, you know, that album. Royce and him, now they grew up together, they rhyme. I just have a feeling, like, from an industry, a business standpoint, that Eminem might not be writing all his rhymes. And I think it's a business thing to keep him relevant. I mean, he's got 50 million YouTube subscribers. How many do you think Drake's got? It ain't even close. It ain't close. It's it's half. I'm going to tell you, I I see, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm definitely throwing on Drake before I throw Eminem, like right now. Even though he don't write. (laughs) I don't know nothing about that. All I know is the songs sound better. The raps sound better. Yeah, and and it's a vibe thing, right? I get it. But I like, I just think that I wouldn't be surprised if Eminem wasn't writing his own. You're not a Kanye fan either then? No, I don't like Kanye. Okay, I just I, right. he's good, but you consistent though, so I can respect it. You consistent. Yeah, I like. So I I'll take Nas it. over Jay, uh, Kanye. I'll take Wayne overall. I like Lil Wayne a lot. So you like? A, I mean, obviously, like a certain certain rap, and there ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah. yeah, I just think Nas is. Uh, I mean, he's. But see, and also the, the thing about just the the, the co- like certain cultures or whatever, like culture I'm from, like, but people, some people don't care, but like in our culture, it's like. We do like authenticity too. So like a lot of things you talk about, it's like we really can't even respect it if we feel like you're not about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you see a lot on local level, matter of fact. I see people, somebody said the other day, like, I be trying to support your local artist, but then sometimes I play music and I start talking crazy. So because they, they, they feel like personal little lifestyle, they can't even vibe with the music. Yeah. But like that's a thing we have in our court sometimes too where if we don't believe it, we can't we, we can't rock with it, right? Right. So not dissing like nobody you just name, whatever, but that always my thing. So if I feel like you 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 saying something that you that, that don't seem like to be you, then I can't get with the I can't get with the music because I'm not even gonna feel it. It's no, it don't feel organic. It don't feel real. Yeah, right. And that's why I like Jay's talented. I just never vibe with Jay Z. I, I mean, I like man. Honestly, people like Dirk and Lil Baby motivate me more than even Eminem. You know what I'm saying? Just they're that they just have a different type of gear, dude. It's just a different like fifty to old fifty when you. Uh, well, you, you, everybody you name it, like I said, they kind of they about what they talking about. So it's, it's a lot of organic feelings in there, a lot of organic lines in there. It's not even simply artistry. Like a lot of them don't. Even, I don't think Dirk. He don't, Dirk don't say nothing crazy to me. He just <laughs> he just it just it's just real. He's a shooter. I like his. Uh, you gotta stop saying that. Why you keep saying he's a shooter? I think I think that. Uh, well, he is. I think I he's a, like tattletales. No, I, no, I'm saying. Like rapping wise or something like that. I don't Shooter know. That's like, like a, that's a term y'all made up for music. No, no, no. Let me think. Like more, he's a shot caller. I can see a boss or something. Like that. Yeah, like he can get stuff done. Like oh. when he wants it done. Like Boosie. Like oh, can, okay. You talking? You talking crazy? I, no, I, no. I, I'm I saying like you, he's very like I like he he. It comes back to what you say. He does what he raps and uh, Dirk and Boosie. They they they're real. They're real. Like okay. they they. So who 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 your who your top five who who you got in like, order? I don't know how you how, how you want to put it. Honestly, I, I don't care about the order because I feel like five is five, but yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I'm in one for you. So we'll just <laughs> it, it well artists like not that I'm playing. Like if I had to put a Mount Rushmore, let's say there's five of them, I put Marshall, 
I'd put, uh, honestly, I'd put Nas, and then uh, I'd put Ice Cube, Red Man, and, uh, man, I, there's this guy underground. His name's Immortal Technique. Yeah, I heard him. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's nasty, too. I'd so, that makes sense. So, everything you're saying, did your top five, everything you're saying makes sense now, because all them artists... <laughs> Kind of give me the same vibe, so now I see, I could, I could see it now. Yeah, yeah. So it's cool, it's cool. Um, yeah, I like I said, I never, I never typically have a problem with Eminem. It just <laughs> one thing came up one time, and I said, damn, you know what? That make a lot of sense. But this person was saying it was Benzino, so whatever. But right, he was saying the reason why it bothered him at that time because a lot of times they will try to take what's ours. We don't have a lot of stuff. Don't get me wrong. I, You've been around us, you know what I'm saying? I agree. <laughs> we yeah. ain't got a lot going on, so the stuff we do got going on, we want to keep it. And the way to do that is to protect musically what we can. Yeah. You bring Eminem in, it's like, I'm about to say, luckily we found out that it was like Elvis. Elvis ain't even Elvis, you know what I'm saying? We had people, you know, we had, it was us before it was Elvis, you know what I'm saying? But they pushed him in that game of curly hair, put him on TV and said, hey man, it's yours. Yeah. Anything that we have is kind of like, you ever seen the Five Heartbeats before? No. You gotta watch these black movies, you're gonna be in the black Wait, movie, what's it man. called? Five Heartbeats. You gotta, uh-huh. that's like a Negro spiritual. But, um, <laughs> And <laughs> in, in, in that they 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 it's a a black band. It probably happened a lot in the sixties, seventies, whatever, right? So they got this music. It's on the radio. It's on. It's, it's, it's a song out. Album coming out, and they give them the cover. They show them the cover of of the of the vinyl CD. Is how old it was. The vinyl CD or disc or whatever. And on the cover, it's not even them. It's some white people, mm. but they're singing. And in music, that's that's what we have to go through all the time. So when I when I do, like, when I talk about the Eminem, I'm not, like, saying, like, he white, he's the devil. No, I'm not right. saying that. But I, I'm aware of what the people, urban people, my people, have been through musically in every genre to get where they at. So, yeah, I don't want nobody just to say, oh, rap, rap, psh, Eminem. Like, yeah. nah, I'm, I just for that th- three or four year run he had, nah, that's crazy. Nah, and the thing is, is that's kind of what I was alluding to earlier when I said uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he was planted. Right. I mean, for a business thing. I mean, he got in with the I biggest. I, I be, really, yeah. I've always thought that, actually. And, and like I said, anything you, you slice it down, like, okay, he would Dre. Then, boy, he gave you 50 cents. So, it's like so many reasons you could say, just, you know what I'm saying? With Interscope. And then not yeah. only that, how do you go from Infinite, where you're talking about uh, just very pure, right? I mean, a nasty album to Marshall Mathers LP. And you go from there when you're told to. And that album, I mean, it's, I think it's still the highest selling hip hop album ever. As far as in the first week, second week. I don't know. But it's, a, it's, it's Diamond. I know that. Um, and they, I think it was engineered. It's always a recurring thing, though. So, and I and I know anybody in the room can kind of uh, attest to this. Like, you, like you, you have these songs, right? What you, you be seeing on a commercial? Like, the little white kids, yeah, yeah. kids bop. Like anything we do, they gonna take it and commercialize it yep. all the time. So, rap was the one thing that we did have for a long time that just really couldn't be commercialized. So when people say they don't like because of violence, I like because of violence because you can't really commercialize violence until you start bringing in games and stuff of that nature. But this probably one of the only forms of music is one of the only forms where you you gotta kind of protect because that's all we really have. Yeah, and and, and here's the thing too about hip hop, like it's still in the streets. It like it in all these other you don't the, the 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 white guy in fucking Alabama in his barn on his guitar, he's not struggling because he's living on he owns 
what the slave land. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? A hip hop artist, you don't see. Do you ever see a guy playing a violin passing out fucking CDs? That's Not what I'm really. saying. Yeah, because hip hop is like it's the only thing left that hadn't been tapped into. Yeah, you see what I'm saying, what I'm saying. And, and, and that's what's happening right now. With oh, it's coming though. I mean, it's just well, they've been trying since the real Slim Shady. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I, I think me and you on the same page. I honestly think I don't want to say he was planted. I mean, he could rap. He could rap before he blew up. But I think his nothing I'm saying is gonna ever take away from Eminem talent. Like I like songs by him. Don't get me wrong. I, now I let them play in the car sometimes. I do skip them majority of the time, but. <laughs> I don't skip the way I am. I, I, I do love that song. Yeah, you, you know why that song's so good? Because, like, the all right, so there's a song he wrote called uh, Legacy. The whole song rhymes. The, like, literally, every, the it rhymes with the same word the whole time. And, like, the way I am, like, that whole song, if you listen to it, it's like a, um, like, Shakespeare can't write like Eminem. He can't write like a lot of hip-hop artists. And, look, with Eminem, what he does in The Way I Am, it's, like internal rhymes the whole way. I sit back with this pack. Yeah, can you can you can you rap can you can you rap that verse? Yeah, I could rap the whole song. Yeah, go ahead, rap, rap, the, first, <laughs> rap the first verse. No, man, no, I'm messing with no, you. Yeah, shy. man. Like when he does that song, like we we hear the the bullying and all the the because he took advantage of Columbine, right? He knows what he's doing. The Anthrax line was right when the Anthrax thing happened. It was a scare, remember? So he he knows what he's doing. But like the thing is, is like with the way I am, we listen to the message. But like when you really like to see how he's doing it, the dude he rhymed almost every word while he told that story. Mm-hmm. And like even with like cleaning out my closet, people like what well, he's talking about or lose yourself. How he's talking about in the beginning, um, the spaghetti line, mom's spaghetti, yeah, like right? Yeah, you but must, like, yeah, you must have listened to that thing I do. Yeah, I like that. I love that line. Yeah, wait, but if you write all the, if you read all them rhymes, like uh, before he even got there, he was rhyming every word. Every single one. Well, I, I I know, but see, that's that's I, I ain't trying to come at you. That's what I'm yeah. talking about, though, because what you're saying is what rappers already do. He he did nothing really special on there. Like people do that when they rap. They 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 rhyme words together. Believe it or not. But he made it denser. Yeah, he but that's it. A, that people do that all the time. Like I that's sit a back thing. with this pack. I, I know. Yeah, and, yeah, I got and, you. And yeah. just, his palms yeah. are sweaty, knees weak, arms yeah, heavy. He's vomiting on his already. I know, yeah. and that that's cool. But I'm saying rappers, it's a lot of songs like that. It's, I get He's that. not the only one that done that. I get that. But what I'm saying is, is when he when they can do that, that's impressive. But what he's doing now, like, I think I don't know if he's on got a fucking like software app where he's doing this, but he's rhyming all the whole word now. It, mm. It's a different. I'm not gonna lie. I, 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 I know. Yeah, I know. You, I know. Not, you can't sell me. <laughs> it's not I, groundbreaking. Well, who's but your top five? I don't have a top five. I just okay. like music, bro. I, I just, got. I you. just like music. Right. I don't want to get into the top five because it could change any day. It ain't Eminem, though. I can tell you. Do you want put Eminem, Eminem in your top five? Not in mine. No. He now he might. If you talk about a Rushmore of things. Well, Rushmore's only four, so I don't know if I would. I can't. No, we can make anymore. our own Rushmore, man. We do oh, what we want. Well, in that case, then yeah, I would. Maybe somebody can slide him in because of his whatever, contribution. Whatever, yeah. Okay. You want to say he he did or whatever, but um, nah, I I, I don't know. That Rushmore thing is hard because I you never know whether you should do four that you like or you should do four that's influential yeah. or four that's very talented. There's so many different ways that you can rank rap artists. That it's yeah. hard. like wait, like where you rank where, where could you rank Master P? He's a horrible rapper, but he's a big influencer. Exactly. Uh, big. So you see what I'm saying? It's like or E40, horrible rapper, but everything he talk about, he's about. Yeah. And he's very respected in Oakland. So like they respect him out there. So you have to put him somewhere. But 
far as rappers, nobody's saying, oh, throw the, throw the E-40 on. Like, nobody's saying that, but he's a respected artist where he's from. Yeah. So it's like, it, it, it's, it just goes, it goes that way sometimes. Um, So I don't know, like, rappers are definitely tough, but it depends on what you like. I like lyricism, but I like uh, authentic, authenticity as well. So yeah. I need both to go hand to hand. So like I said, and like I said, for me, like in 50, one thing about him, like I said, everybody know his background is very solid. Probably one of the most solid ones in rap. So. And he's a... I mean, his business side is you can't deny yeah, it. You mean the guys just anybody that's really on the streets, they, they, you can make an industry. So, and that's another thing. A lot of people that, a lot of people that say they these big time people in the streets and they don't transfer over to music. I, I start to question them because it's like, how can you do that? But you can't do that. Yeah, his it, money it, is there. Yeah, his get rich or die trying was. I mean, dude, every song on that one is just. I mean, yeah, what is school. it back down? Or he's going at Jai? Oh yeah, yeah. that whole. Yeah. See, Fifty Cent benefit benefit people like you, to also because don't get me wrong, he had a big buzz and he was a big influence and all that stuff. But a lot of people that bought Fifty Cent album because he signed to Eminem. Of course, right? Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. So, it, but why that's, did that's a pro for Eminem? But why did Eminem sign him? Well, nobody else would touch him. That's it. That's number so, one. Like, that was a good nobody business. else would touch him. But the fact, look, here's the thing: Eminem is not like. From a business standpoint, Fifty smashes him, right? If you, I mean, you, there ain't even there was a shady line out for a little while, but it ain't popping. But the thing is, this is never won no shady game. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, no. I gave me half a free. I threw it in trash. No, look. So look, check this out. If you really look, I mean, he's brought on his gang from Detroit, Royce, D Twelve, Proof, all these guys. But his only real good sign was Fifty. The rest of them. Weren't I ain't gonna say that. Obi Trash was pretty good. Obi Trash, yeah, but he wasn't good. like he wasn't up to fifty. Nah, 50, 50 is 50, it, it, man. Yeah. yeah, he's so he's brought a lot of people on, but a lot of his people are just they're they're lyricists and they're not going. I mean, fifty was just a different. He was a time bomb, man. Well, I, I want to end with that. I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna say that you mentioned that uh, you when you were younger, like you was you get angry and stuff like that. <sighs> did that did that contribute to listen to Eminem? Like listen to Eminem? Could you? Nah, I think like um, would that I, be that, would that be reason why you would like want to harm your teachers and stuff like that? Yeah. So honestly, I think what really with Eminem part, like when I heard the real Slim Shady on the radio, I honestly didn't know he was white. I, I really didn't know. Um, I think that. The harming of the teachers, man. I just think that, like, I don't know where that came from, man. But like, I think what got me out of doing some of that stuff is when I got to high school and you I didn't want to go to you, jail. You did it in high school, though. Nah, nah, I didn't do it in I high school. You said you did it at Richmond. No, not at Richmond. Oh. I went to Richmond. I stopped. Like, I grew up then, and then once you I had to go to alternative school or something like that. Yeah, I went there. That was in middle school. Yeah, got oh, kicked. Okay. I was fighting people there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't think I knew about that, did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, but once I um like started fighting honestly like training to fight and like that's when like honestly man like nothing can move me now like i just move on you know like that was just being young and immature man and i would never uh now nah, i just let it slide because at a certain point you like you know man we're grown mm-hmm. and once you got too much to lose you, you you mature but yeah i mean i that that may have contributed a little bit but it's, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm on. I was listening to um, other people back then too. I've always been kind of diversified with it. I bet you were. But I never listened to no fucking what was it? In uh, sync and all that. I never cared about that stuff. Well, hey man, <laughs> they thank you do anyway. So I don't, I don't, you know. Yeah, I know it's, it's whatever. Hey. But um, yeah, man, this was dope, man. You gotta come back on when you, you know, 
get right. Maybe Eminem put some good music out. <laughs> we can discuss his good music or whatever. Yeah, whatever. I don't see that happening no time soon. But it was yeah. dope talking to you, definitely. Um, plug it one more time. Plug the business and everything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you need any pest control, termite, wildlife issues, um, you can call me. It's uh, Or you can add me on Facebook. Or you can go to my Facebook page. It's Cheryl's Pest Solution. S-H-E-R-R-I-L-L. Um I work twenty four seven. Thank you. All right, man. Uh, we gonna we gonna end with some M M&M. and M. No, I'm fucking. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Trust me, it, it, it would never happen. Nah. <laughs> nah. All right, we out, man. <laughs>